Hall of Fame football player and Chicago Bears former head coach Mike Ditka once said, you'll never become a loser unless you quit trying. So today's episode is about perseverance. And I'm going to unpack a neat little story that Jesus shared with his disciples about the persistent widow. So I want to encourage you today to maybe find a pencil and a paper, uh, something that you can take some notes down, because I'm going to share with you an opportunity to evaluate your own perseverance, your own grit, and your own determination. And then I'm going to give you 11 ways that you can raise your perseverance quotient in your life. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Christ-Centered Athlete Podcast for today. You know, I want to share a a great little story that Jesus uh, shared with his disciples in in the book of Luke, chapter 18. He shares a parable, you know, um, a metaphorical story to illustrate a point. And I simply want to talk to you about perseverance. Are you sticking with it when you face a tough time or a setback? What kind of grit and determination do you have in your life to keep going? Well, let's listen to this story as I read this passage from Luke 18 about the persistent widow. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and never give up. He said, in a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared about men. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with this plea, Grant me justice against my adversary. And for some time he refused. But finally he said to himself, Even though I don't fear God or care about men, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice, so that she won't eventually wear me out with her coming. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? What a magnificent story. It's so simple, but it is really powerful. Remember, the passage starts out, he told his disciples this story to show them that they should always pray and never give up. And then at the end of the story, he says, when the Son of Man comes, and I mean probably when I come again, right, will he find faith on the earth? Because it takes faith to do what this woman was doing. This widow had faith that she would continue to go back and ask, no matter what. She believed in her purpose. She had passion and independence. And I want to talk to you about that today, because we as Christian athletes need to represent Jesus in the way that we play our games, the way we play our sports, and the way we train, and the way we live, and the way we act. And I believe a big part of that is to follow the advice and the teaching of Jesus to be persistent in all that we do. When we set a goal for ourselves, a Christian person should follow through and never, ever give up. Let's talk about uh, 10 different categories that I'd like to ask you to rate yourself on. I'll call it a perseverance decathlon, so to speak. You'll remember from my bio 
I once competed uh, at the college level in the decathlon. It's 10 different events, and you have to be good at all 10 events, right? To win the decathlon, it is the over, the overriding or overall success in all 10 of these areas that makes you the all-around athlete that you need to be. And so what I've designed here is the Perseverance Decathlon. It's 10 different questions, 10 different categories that I'd like you to rate yourself, 1 to 10. 1 meaning a, a very low score, meaning you don't have a very good uh, confidence or, or a good trait in that sense. And number 10 being a very good uh, score, a very confident and very um, you know, good score in that, in that category. Number one, self-confidence. Are you a confident person? Do you believe in yourself? And again, just like the persistent widow, she believed wholeheartedly that she deserved justice and she was going to go get it. Do you have that? Rate yourself one to 10 in self-confidence. Number two, independence. Are you able to stand against the crowd? Are you able to stand alone even when you might be the only one right? How confident are you to speak the truth and stand alone? Number three, do you have passion? Passion is that you really believe and it is is at your emotional level that you will strive to get what you need. Passion, rate yourself one to ten on how passionate of a person you are. Number four, do you have integrity? Do your actions and your words line up with your beliefs? That's a congruence. That's a sameness, a, a uh, integrity in the way that you live your life. Number five, honesty. Are you able and willing to acknowledge when you're wrong, to speak the truth in love to someone else? Do you live in an honest state? Number six, do you have focus? Do you finish those things that you start? And are you able to focus and stay focused? Listen to the, to the widow's story. She continually went back and, and went back and went back and went back again and again and again. Rate yourself in your focus. Number seven, are you resilient? Are you able to bounce back from a disappointment? In a previous episode, we talked about losing and a resilient person will regroup and be willing to learn and grow through a setback. Number eight, are you flexible? Can you quickly or easily adjust to surprises and changes to be able to adapt? How flexible of a person are you? Number nine, how's your health? That's a physical nature. How's your stamina and your energy level and your endurance? If you are in bad health, then you will be hindered in persevering at your goal. You have to take care of yourself. And number 10, do you have the support around you from your family, from your friends? Are those folks willing to support you to achieve your goals? You see, sometimes these 10 factors will help support us in being persistent or if we're weak in those areas, you would not have the persistence and the perseverance that you need to keep going. 
Now, again, if you add all of those up, I would say that if your score is less than 60, let's say, you know, you got less than six as an average for, for across the board, you need to really take an inventory of the lowest areas that you may have in, that, in those 10 and try to pray and ask for advice to get through how you can improve in those areas. If you're in the 70 to 80 range, you're probably doing okay, but you need to continue to mature and do better. And if you've scored over 85 to 90 or even higher, you are a very persistent person. And I would say you're uh, showing a lot of the traits of the persistent widow and that you're able to finish what you start. You know, I want to share with you um, 11 different ways that I have tried to invite God to help me to become more persistent and more dedicated uh, to, to what, I, what, I'm, what my goals are. And so I want to talk through these 11 quick categories. I know it's going to be a lot. Maybe if you have a notebook or something to write down with, you'll be able to, uh, to take some notes here. Uh, but I'll just read through the 11 ways that Coach Grimes recommends that you can raise your persistence and raise your endurance level towards getting through the tough times and, and achieving your goals. Um, number one, you have to grow up. <laughs> and I know that sounds simple, but maturity often follows getting through a tough time and getting through a hard time and setbacks. Um, you have to be independent and take responsibility for yourself. That's what I mean. Number one, take responsibility to, to do and to finish what you've started. Number two, intentionally set positive reinforcement up in your life. You know, you've got to surround yourself with books and movies or other media, music, entertainment, television shows, things that have a strong and uplifting theme. You know, some people kid us around the holiday time that we watch these Hallmark Christmas movies. And they all sort of have this same theme, right? But they are something that does help us to see the positive. Um, for instance, why would you choose to read a, a book or a magazine or watch a news program that, that leaves you depressed and angry and upset? Um, now, I'm not, I'm not saying that you can avoid all negativity in life, but you need to surround yourself with positive reinforcement. Number three, live healthy. Like I said before, your energy and your stamina are, are a must for perseverance. You need them to focus and to be resilient, to keep your optimism and your clarity and your intensity. You may have seen from the quiz above that maybe your health is what's holding you back. And you need to live well. Number four, you need to concentrate on what's true rather than what other people think is true. <laughs> think about that. What is actually true versus what others think is true? To make effective decisions every day, you must take the responsibility of perceiving reality rather than letting someone else tell you what that reality is. See, I have that problem in my job a lot. Sometimes people are very quick to tell me what I ought to know or how I ought to do something. And I sometimes tend to take that personally. 
but I really need to just simply concentrate on what is absolutely true. Not what they think, but what I know to be true. And number five, when you ask for advice, because you're going to ask for advice, right? You need to consider asking the right source. If you were going to learn to fly an airplane, you wouldn't listen to advice from someone who'd never flown the plane before, right? (laughs) If you were trying to learn to not crash an airplane, you would not talk to your accountant or your best friend. You would absolutely seek advice from a trained professional person who is a successful pilot, right? And so when you ask for help or you ask for someone to help you, you need to ask the right person. Sometimes we seek advice from people who have no idea how to tell, tell you what to do. Number six, you need to avoid what I call the no-action alibi. Sometimes we get discouraged and we just simply don't do anything. And that's our alibi for not attaining our goals. We've all been guilty from time to time to using this convenient alibi Well, I didn't want to, or I didn't know what to do, or I didn't know how to do it. You need to do something. You need inertia, and you need to keep moving. And so don't use this no-action alibi as an excuse. The, The important thing is to be totally honest with ourselves, recognizing why we're not doing what we should be doing. And we need to correct that problem. Number seven. You need to identify counterproductive habits or thoughts. You need to dump the things that are holding you back. Being mentally and emotionally prepared sometimes takes work to free ourselves from those things that are holding us back. Sometimes we complain. That's a habit. That's a counterproductive habit. We just sit and say, oh, this isn't right or that isn't right. We complain about it. Sometimes we blow things out of proportion, and I'm very guilty for this. I take those comments personally, and I blow these smaller aggravations out of proportion. I may dwell on the past. That's a habit. Sometimes I can view myself as a victim, and that's a bad habit. Or I can worry about what others are thinking. Ultimately, I don't care what other, ones, other people are thinking. Think of the persistent widow. She simply was going after what she knew she wanted. Those are all bad habits that hold us back. Focus on what you can do, not on what you cannot do. When you focus on what you cannot do, you you basically frustrate yourself that you can't do it. So quit thinking about things that you can't control. Number eight, you've got to forgive yourself and forgive others. You do this for your own sake and for your own peace of mind. When someone wrongs you, you have to forget them. You have to forget what they did. You have to forgive. Number nine, take a risk. Without risk, there's often no reward. And when we avoid risk at such a cost, it dampens our spirit, makes for a dull life, and we actually develop a habit of not facing our fears or our obstacles. The choice that you need to make may be risky, but you need to take that chance. Number 10, 
you deserve to be around people who are going to be supportive. This is a little different than the movies or the music or the uh, you know, other materials that you take in. This is the people that you hang around. You know, the cliche has once been said that you will become the average of the five closest people in your life. So if those people are really successful and hardworking, persistent people, then you're going to become like the people that you hang around. That's number 10. Get support from the people around you. And simply number 11, which again, I want to emphasize with you, I added this on in the end, simply don't quit. When you feel yourself slipping, I want you to remember Sparky. Here's a great story for you. School was all but impossible for little Sparky. He failed almost every subject in his eighth grade year. He flunked physics, Latin, algebra, and English when he was in high school. He didn't do very well in sports either. Although he did manage to make the school golf team, he promptly lost the only important match of his entire career. Throughout his youth, Sparky was awkward socially. He was not actually disliked by the other students, but he wasn't considered consequential or he wasn't really special to anyone. He was astonished if a classmate ever said hello to him outside of the school. He never found out how he would have fared on a date because he never was really uh, able to get the strength and the courage to ask a girl out. He was too afraid of being rejected. Sparky was sometimes called a loser. He, his classmates, and everyone else called him that sometimes, so Sparky simply accepted it. But one thing was very important to Sparky. Drawing. He was proud of his own artwork. Of course, no one else appreciated it. In his senior year of high school, he submitted some cartoons to the editor of the yearbook, and they were dismissed and turned down. Despite this particularly painful rejection, Sparky had found his passion, and he kept drawing. And upon graduating from high school, he wrote a letter to Walt Disney Studios. He was told to send in some samples of his artwork, and the subject matter for a cartoon was suggested. Sparky drew the proposed cartoon. He spent a great deal of time on it and on other drawings, and finally the reply from the Disney Studios came. He'd been rejected yet again. Another loss for Sparky the loser. Sparky wrote his own autobiography in cartoons. He started to describe his childhood, his self, a little boy loser, and a chronic underachiever. He was like the little cartoon boy whose kite would never fly and who never succeeded in kicking that football that his neighbor girl was holding. He was the little boy whose Little League game always got rained out. And he became the most famous cartoon character of all. That's right, Charlie Brown. Sparky, the boy who had failed every subject in his 8th grade year and whose work was rejected again and again, was the one and only Charles Schultz. You see, Charles Schultz persevered. He succeeded beyond his wildest imaginations. He earned and deserved that success through his hard work and his persistent 
prevailing spirit. He had failed at everything else that he'd tried. He endured rejection after rejection. It took a lot of trial and error to finally find out, found out what he was supposed to do with his life. But he never quit. Because Charles Schultz persevered, the world and we are a richer place. Perseverance is the insurance policy and a common denominator for success. So powerful is perseverance that failure cannot exist in the presence of perseverance. As Edison observed, when after thousands and thousands of efforts to make the electric light bulb produced no eliminations, he said, I haven't failed. I've just identified 10,000 ways that this doesn't work. And by accurately viewing it as a learning experience, eventually Edison succeeded, leaving the critics and the naysayers one of mankind's most important inventions ever. Charles Schultz, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Colonel Sanders, Thomas Edison, and the endless list of other persistent great achievers found that success inevitably arrives for every person who perseveres. Learn from the people who did it. Learn from the persistent widow and Jesus' example to never, ever quit. Let's let perseverance keep your goals alive forever, and your dreams will become real. Do what you love to do. Stand up for what you believe in. Make it a part of your life. Work towards it every single day in every way that you can. Remember that every no, you are that much closer to your yes. And that by learning from each defeat to stay the course, success for you will be inevitable. Stay close to Jesus, always. The author of the book of Hebrews, in chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, says, Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. I hope as a Christ-centered athlete, a Christian person, that you have a clear calling as to what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to do it. And I hope that you have a cloud of witnesses, a group of friends, teammates, a roommate, your family, the people who are behind you to help you along the way. And that you fix your eyes on Jesus that you run with perseverance the race marked out for you. And during this time of your life, you may not be a competitive athlete forever, but if you're competing and training now, take advantage of this time to express your dedication and your commitment every single day in every single way to show perseverance. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. If you uh, would like more information and would like to interact with me, please feel free to drop me an email or reach out uh, any way that you can. Leave a comment uh, on the podcast. Definitely would love for you to reach out to me so that we can interact around this content. Thanks for listening. Stay close to Jesus.